Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Sports Day. Julian Destoop and Daniel Menzel with you. Been an extraordinary day's cricket over in Wellington. Day two of the first test between Australia and New Zealand. It started with a fantastic last wicket partnership between Josh Hazelwood and Cam Green. And from that point on, nearly every batter found it very, very difficult. And now we're going to speak to a man that's been commentating the game for SEN, uh, Barat Sander Racing. Hello, Barat. Hello, guys. Um, yeah, terrific uh, day of cricket once again. And uh, from where I'm sat here at the Basin Reserve, right next door to our commentary box, um, the first thought that comes to mind is, how much do these people litter here in New Zealand? They have at least uh, <laughs> two dozen um, uh, you know, people who work here just cleaning up everything uh, around the ground. And uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of um, alcohol was consumed uh, at this iconic venue. And uh, well, some of the New Zealand batting uh, looked a little um, intoxicating as well, or intoxicated as well. Uh, so, um, yeah, it, it was quite, uh, look, it was pretty shambolic from, from a home team perspective. But unfortunately, we've seen this uh, over and over again with this New Zealand team. They just seem to stutter and stumble, uh, even when they are in good positions against Australia at Test Cricket. Before we get on to the, the Kiwis, Barat, let's start with, the, I guess, one of the most recent issues out of the match. And uh, it's Manus Labuschagne. It's been talked about for a while. He's struggling He's struggling, but two failures in this game again. From what you see and you watch him in the nets a lot, what's going wrong with Marnus when he's out in the middle at the moment? Um, I just did a big interview with him a couple of days before this test, and we spoke a lot about uh, you know his mental uh, approach to preparing for test matches, and he felt like maybe you know he was over uh, focusing on at his end, uh, and by that he meant that just the technical side of things and maybe not focusing enough on uh, what, what matters, which is scoring runs, right? Like, uh, and on what, what the bowlers were doing. Uh, but he did look a little out of sorts, um, despite having said all that in the first innings. Um, and, and look, yeah, maybe I'm a little biased, but uh, I do have a, a soft corner for Manas. But he just, he did look a lot more settled today. And uh, we've seen it happen so many times in the history of the game. When things aren't going your way as a batter, um, there is always that strangle down the leg side dismissal waiting to pounce on you. So uh, that was his fate. And uh, he had to really drag himself off the off the ground. And, and the hard facts are, yes, I mean, there is a big dip in form. His test average has dipped under 50. is 49.6. That's the first time it's uh, there in the 40s since 2019, in the summer of Manus, as we remember it. Yeah, I did hear the stat today, Barat, on the SN uh, broadcast. 100 in his last 56 innings for Marner. So concerning there. But you mentioned New Zealand and, I guess, the psychological challenge that they've got against Australia. 
Today, New Zealand were five for 29. So I want to know from a man who's at the ground, how much of that was the pitch? How much of that was good bowling? And how much of that do you believe is a psychological element from New Zealand? I think it's 80% psychological, to wow. be honest. Yes, uh, I mean, uh, we don't even have to, to you know, talk up this Australian bowling attack. It's uh, arguably one of the best combinations uh, the game has ever seen. Um, but, you know, and yes, yeah, the pitch... If anything, seemed better suited to the Australian fast bowlers than uh, what we saw for for the New Zealanders. But uh, you you just you can break down those five dismissals. Tom Latham unsure of his off stump, unsure of his techniques. Oh, Ginger at the crease plays on to a ball he could have left alone uh, to Mitchell Stark. Um, and then that um, horrific misunderstanding, the run out with the collision. Collision. But even before the collision, it was a it was a pretty ordinary call from Kane Williamson. It was a nervous call. Because the ball is going straight to Manas, and whether he's in good batting form or not, Manas hits the stumps. He's the quickest on the field, so that didn't help. And then just young Rachin Ravindra, so so talented, uh, tries to drive on the up. He's caught full delivery from Hazelwood. Then uh, Darrell Mitchell drives away from his body, and he gets out. And then again, a nervous poke down the leg side from Will Young. So uh, literally, like you know, those five wickets. Uh, you could credit to just the psychological hold that Australia seemed to have on uh, on the back caps when it comes to this cricket. Yeah, without a doubt. Now, the man that we have to mention and probably should have mentioned him earlier is Cam Green, 174 <laughs> not out. Again, New Zealand made 179 in total. Is this this is validation for the selectors, isn't it? That he's coming at number four and he is batted and it's been an absolutely outstanding innings. Oh, I mean, validation for everyone who, uh, you know, has backed Cameron Green and, uh, by, like, you know, anyone who identified him as a special talent, starting with um, the great Greg Chappell uh, five years ago now. Uh, and, uh, you know, what he called him, the, called Cameron Green that, uh, or said at that point that he could be the next Ricky Ponting. And then it was a very Ponting-esque innings here, right? And that's uh, high praise. Just the way he built, um, built like you know, around his other partners yesterday, and just the way he bossed the game this morning, and batted with the tail. It was exactly what you need from your number four. It's generally where your best batters bat. And uh, like I said on on commentary, for four years, Cameron Green has been walking with this, uh, you know, work in progress uh, badge around his neck. Uh, I can he, I think he can officially retire that badge because uh, yeah, he's no longer a work in progress. The project if you want to call it that, is done. And now you can really, uh, we will see the, the the real Cam Green and like, you know, what uh, we always thought um, he would become. And, you know, this was just proof of that. Seen to Bratz under race and he's calling this second test over, uh, the first test, sorry, over in Wellington between Australia and New Zealand. Steve Smith dismissed cheaply today. He batted okay in tough conditions yesterday. Where are we at with him opening the batting? Still too early to tell. We got a guide. Maybe it's going to be tough for him. Where do you sort of sit on how he started as a test opener against the Windies and now in this first test against New Zealand? Uh, look, uh, today's dismissal was of uh, what um, some might call an occupational ha- hazard, which comes with opening the batting, right? Like the odd ball can stick in the surface. Uh, the odd ball could just like do a bit of the pitch when it's that new. And uh, he just played onto his stumps. It was really lack of pace almost played away from his body. Uh, he's got, what, six innings now? Um, so, I mean, you can discount the second innings in Adelaide where um, uh, Australia just needed 20 yards. But so in five proper innings, um, he came, uh, he looked really good in that uh, 90 where he nearly saw Australia home against the West Indies. 
Uh, and he looked really good, I thought, in the first innings here. So um, I guess because it's Steve Smith as well, you'd say it's um, a three out of five for now, uh, purely because it's Steve Smith. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, he's got two more innings in this series before he faces up to Bumrah, Shami, Siraj, mm. and uh, the Indian pace attack um, in eight months' time. So um, I, I think, like you said earlier, Steve Smith, um, it will not be looked at as, as an issue as much as, say, someone like Manas Rabishain. Now, Bharat, New Zealand are on top of the World Test Championship as we speak. We currently have a 217-run lead. Is it as simple as get to 300-plus and there's no hope that the Kiwis can chase this down? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, they say a lot of miracles happen uh, at the Basin Reserve, but uh, you'd be really pushing it if you are expecting uh, another one. Uh, it's, and we spoke a lot about the, the mental side of it. Uh, and, you know, there is a there is history, like, what, a three-decade-long history to New Zealand collapsing yeah. Yeah. Uh, from strong positions. And now they're not even in a strong position. Like, if not for Glenn Phillips' um, counterattack and, um, you know, risk or uh, risk-reward uh, approach to batting today, they would not even have got this close. So... Uh, I mean, it gives an opportunity for the likes of Travis Head when he gets his chance to, uh, you know, do what Travis Head does and play aggressively. And Cam Green gets another chance where maybe back it up with another 100. Why not? There's so much time left in this game. Uh, three full days. Um, Australia can just bat and bat and bat and still have two days to bowl New Zealand out. But, yeah, I mean, they would want to be safe. They would want to still make 400 because there have been many test matches in Wellington where the pitch just flattens out so much that, uh, you know, it, it is difficult taking fourth innings wickets. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, just, just the way the pitches played, the weather, and uh, like I said, the Australian bowlers, the, uh, the mental um, kind of hold they have on New Zealand, uh, I doubt, um, you know, you're going to see too much of a fight in the second innings from them anyway. So just going back to Manus Barat, I mean, when, how much longer does he get to turn this form around before we start talking about his position? in this side. Is that not far away or is that a fair way down the track given his record? Uh, like, look, if this was last year, I think uh, it could have been a slightly bigger concern. Like, say, if he had hit this point, uh, this Nadir, if you want to call it, in terms of where his average is. Uh, and 49.6 is a pretty world-class average for most guys. Uh, but not if you average consistently over 60. Um, I think it would have been a concern because of just the amount of test matches Australia played last year. Um, you know, at this stage, they were in India. They still had a, a WTC final and the Ashes and all of that coming up. So here, this year, because they have a break after Christchurch and they only play India in uh, late November, uh, Manas will get a chance to go back to county cricket, where, which is where he really made a first-class career for himself, didn't he, for Glamorgan in 2019. Um, and I, I don't see them, um, like, moving on or even 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 uh, harboring thoughts of giving him a break at, at this point, I'd be very surprised. There's a lot of faith put in Manus, and um, he is, he is um, you know, uh, a world-class number three. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if that India series also, you know, say he doesn't score runs in Christchurch uh, and the India series doesn't go to plan, then maybe uh, there could be some question marks over them. Barat, do you also think that potentially the age of everyone else in the Australian cricket team is one that's just going to keep Manus in the side, almost regardless of how he goes? I mean, Steve Smith's 34, Marsh, Mitch Marsh is 32, Travis Head 30, Usman Khawaja 37, Carey is 32, mm. Lyons 36, Stark 30. So him at 29 years of age is the second youngest behind Cam Green. Mm. 
yeah, I don't think the age will play that big a role. I think if you, I mean, whoever you are uh, at test level to play for Australia and to even have gone three years uh, averaging over 60 the way Manus Labuschagne has, um, it, just because of that, you get some extra credits as compared to someone, say, uh, who's had a middling career, uh, average in the 40s and then dropped off, uh, like we've seen so many others in, in history. Uh, so, you know, he's earned enough credits in that sense to get the longer rope. Uh, and like I said, I mean, there is so much belief in Manus and what he can bring to this team. And it also helps uh, how he is on the field, right? Whether he's scoring runs or not, like we saw today, um, he is a tiger on the field and he provides so much energy for Australia on the field. So that always helps. Uh, that's a lesson for a lot of young cricketers as well, if you ask me. Bharat, uh, it's been a fascinating test match so far. Looks like it's probably not going to go the distance, uh, given how quickly the move the, the game has moved on. But uh, we look forward to day three. We can listen to all the action on Ele- SEN 1116 around the country. Thanks for your time. Uh, enjoy your night in Wellington. Thank you so much, guys. I certainly will. Barat Sunder Racing, a big part of the SEN Test Cricket Commentary Team Australia, resuming at 2 for 13 on day three. Overall lead is 217. There's plenty more sports day coming up after the break, thanks to Kia, the new refined seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's largest SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer, and Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers.